have uh, 10 million tons of drugs, please, Mr. Drug Dealer. And ideally, can you make sure as many Mexican children die as possible? Oh, the mic's on, the camera's on. Duh. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. This is the last one of this week. Going to take a little break this weekend. Um, it's been a good week. I've had a fine week. Um, I ha- I've been having a lot of. I had. A w- I've been having weird dreams. I've been having weird dreams. Um, I l- last night I dreamed that I was in just in the queue f- in Subway, and I was in the queue in Subway with the entire cast of Dawson's Creek. And the thing is, I've never seen Dawson's Creek. I don't even know what the cast looks like. I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise's ex-wife's in it. That's all I know. But I was new then. I was like, oh my god, it's the cast of Dawson's Creek, even though I've never seen the show. But I got starstruck because there's a lot of them in I don't even know if there is but there was in my dream um but that's zany and fun isn't it I'm, I think I like I want to bring back random humor you know when it's just like the whole point of the joke is like that's a weird thing to say that that's so random what the castle Dawson's Creek that's bloody random that's not that's not normal um I'm not sure is it, was this a is this is random humor just an age thing or was it a cultural thing because uh, when I was like nine years old, big into random humour. Like, I, it, it, there was a phase with me and my friends back at school. One of us would just be like, bananas. And we would be like, that is literally so random. <laughs> That's like the most random. Look, honestly, go check out Horatio. He's like the most random kid ever. He'll do anything. And I'll just like, uh, watermelon. <laughs> It makes no sense. We won't even talk about watermelons. So that's like literally like the most random thing I've ever seen in my life. Go on, say something else. Uh, jars, glass jars. I don't say any glass jars. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know if that was if that was a moment in time, or if that is just what all of us are like at that age. Well, it must have been. I doubt kids in like the medieval ages would be doing going like uh pigsty we're not in a pigsty that's so random i think it's probably quite a new it probably came in with the with postmodernism and creation of irony uh surely yeah uh it's been it's been a good good few weeks i think I, it's, it's hard to know when this whole shit's gonna end but the only thing i do know is that um comedians and clowns will be the last people that they let out because there's talk of letting certain other groups out and obviously when this all started the government were like right everyone stay inside except key workers i'm talking doctors nurses you know news agents uh delivery men or women perfect but i'm i'm sure after this they'll start letting back kind of you know bankers and people working in the financial sector and then the bankers will want prostitutes they'll need those to keep going so people so boris will come out and say like right all prozies out you get we need you back in the bankers are feeling very lonely and untouched so we need some prostitutes yeah even you doris babe get your waps out love we need you your country needs you um and then they'll realise they have nothing in common with the prostitutes, so I have to get drug dealers out, right? All coke dealers out now. And comedians will be like, when are we coming out? It's like, sorry, it's just not safe. It's just not safe at the moment. 
We need you, uh, you and everyone else to stay. Only key workers. And also, can you guys stop shouting jokes out of the window? Uh, because it's really a massive turnoff for bankers who can't get hard on uh, without having to focus. So if you, you guys will have to, sh- you won't be able to open your windows if you carry on shouting out material out of your windows. Because it, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty humbling. It's been quite a humbling experience um, being this lockdown because, I don't know, I think there's a certain arrogance to artists and creatives um, thinking that we've we've taken a big risk to do something meaningful and we're doing something that's very hard and only a few people, uh, only especially talented people can do it. And there's just, there's a general arrogance that we're not normal, you know, and that, I don't know, there's a... in the creative communities, there seems to be a sort of a slight looking down at people who've taken the normal path or the easier path. Um, but then when this all happened, it really put into perspective all these people like stand-up comedians who spend a lot of most of their nights having kind of adjuration and people laughing at them. So have a lot of arrogance just showed how unessential we are. Like we're the <laughs> we're, li- we're such a luxury in society like when everything is working when it's all fine then you can let the stand-up comics out we're the fair like the the tip of the cherry on top the last thing you'd put on i mean if this just carries on i just don't know i'm worried about the comedy industry there's a couple of clubs going down but today i want to talk about uh friedrich nietzsche uh who's a german philosopher uh I, l- I think German f- German philosophers are the best philosophers. I like they're they're the, they've got the most big dick energy in general. German philosophers: Immanuel Kant, Karl Marx, Friedrich Nietzsche, Hegel. These guys. There's a lot more kind of dick swinging in German philosophy because th- there's sort of there's sort of four major philosophies in Western philosophy, and that's Greek, uh, French, English, German. Greek, obviously, they started it all, but they haven't really done anything since. Uh, so it's n- kind of you can't really talk about them in the same way. But English philosophy, it's a bit cucky. And for people who don't aren't wa- that aware of philosophy, um, English cl- philosophy is basically people saying like, "Well, how do we know that's true? Well, is it scientifically verifiable? Yes. Well, every it's just very practical. It's very um, like well, that's a bit of an assumption, don't you think?" Well, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to add up in my calculations. It's just a lot, it's a much more linked to science. And then German philosophy is people like Friedrich Nietzsche, who's like, the Ubermensch, we will overcome the spirit inside of us, the demons inside of us, and rise above to become the Ubermensch. It's like you read a lot of German philosophy, and it's sometimes it borders along literature, and uh, it's just a lot more kind of like. Basically, every German philosopher, the great German philosopher that's been, uh, they open any of their thoughts by saying no one's been right except me you know which seems to be a very western thing like most kind of eastern philosophy and things like that uh, you're normally adding to a a, a a school of thought but in western philosophy it seems to be a huge because uh, of the individualism of western philosophy it seems to be a huge onus on any big new philosopher the first thing they had to say in their book is everything has been wrong up until I started writing. Oh, every you know you know all ideas that ever existed. Yeah, actually, bullshit. What's true is what I'm going to write in my book. Um, but Friedrich Nietzsche, his his uh, ideas get um, 
twisted uh, a lot um, and he's deeply misunderstood and I don't agree with a lot of his ideas but he his from a philosophical point of view he's he's pretty he's a, he's a dank philosopher his shit's fire because um, it's like you read it and it's just good writing a lot of it I don't agree with but it's just like my boy spits bars uh, a lot of quotes use like um what doesn't kill you makes you stronger that's a Nietzsche quote which is hilarious that Kelly Clarkson did a song what doesn't kill you makes you stronger make it a little longer uh, she was a huge Nietzsche fan apparently that song was a, an ode to the writings and thoughts of uh the late German philosopher uh Friedrich Nietzsche um but he he had quite an interesting philosophy where he a lot of things that we take for granted now he was some of the first people he was a big champion of atheism um he famously declared god is dead and we have killed him um he the moral relativism so the idea that morality is a it depends on what perspective you look look at it from and there's no objective morality uh and it's hugely about what period in time you uh, are born uh what what in what perspective you look at it from but he's essentially he's done a lot of stuff which is quite self-helpy in the sense that it's like stop being a little bitch you can overcome don't he hated christianity because he thought it was basically a religion for cucks because it was like this is an entire religion that basically says the poor are the meek uh it's harder for a rich man to uh, enter heaven than for a camel to enter the eye of a needle uh this is bullshit you know, why is this obsession with people with failures and forgiveness and stuff? He's like, this is just making people feel more at ease with uh, failure. And he hated this. That's why he didn't like alcohol as well, because he thought it was it was numbing the pain. He thought pain was great. Pain is good. And that we should use pain to make us stronger. Um, and that things like happiness and the idea of happiness are sort of basic and won't get you anywhere. And the only real goal you should have in life is to live a meaningful existence. And life should be about meaning, not happiness. Uh, Jordan Peterson, part of the reason why he's so appealing is because he dilutes the philosophy of Friedrich Nietzsche to make it very understandable. And a lot of those ideas come through and they're really powerful ideas. Um, but he does that. He says things like, if you follow happiness, you'll never be happy. What's important is finding meaning in life. And you listen to that and you're like, that's true. That's an interesting perspective, even though it's not his idea. And then he goes, and so here's here's a drawing of a skull. And uh, here's some quotes from fairy tales. Uh, and this equals, if you see, that um, uh, feminism is Nazism. Okay, did you see that? And then before you know it, you've been sucked in by the good philosophy of Nietzsche or Jung. And before you know it, you're... Uh, you know, posting on an incel forum. But if Nietzsche had this very alpha philosophy, which had a strong belief in the Ubermensch, uh, which is the idea of the Superman in German, uh, which is basically a philosophy that we should be striving for the best we can be. You know? That's a very basic way of looking at it, but... His idea that you've mentioned someone who has aesthetic freedom, so can view art independently, has his own thoughts, breaks away from the herd, and it's a very individual um, philosophy about the power of will. And he thinks that things like envy, a lot of very, very original thinking, like he thinks things like envy are an incredibly powerful 
tool for good. He thinks that envy comes from a position of someone having what you want and that that should drive you for you to get what you want. So he, th- he thinks and no philosopher in history has ever focused so much on the um, emotion envy. He thinks it's really important and it's not necessarily a bad thing. So there are good things you could take from Nietzsche, mainly that not all pain is bad and that we should embrace pain and that we should use it to make us stronger. Uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But what's funny is he has all these things like Ubermensch, God is dot, and we have killed him. Um, but then his actual life, he was a, basically a massive incel. Um, he was very bad at speaking to women, had a lot of heartbreak, got had no real... His books did not sell well at all during his life. Um, he had got syphilis, which eventually killed him. Um, and it's interesting that he, he managed to not well... his His philosophy was so against things like self-pity when so much shit happened to him that was seen to be so tragic because he was like an old uh incel because an example he gets super uh friend zoned as well he seems to be like the opposite of his philosophy uh in real life like him and his best friend two of his best friends uh one was a woman one was a guy um were were like traveling around europe you know back in the day that's what you did you just you know travel around central europe um and he was madly in love with the girl desperately in love with her and then she uh did not feel the same about him and fell in love with the best friend and then those two ran off and left him with syphilis um that he got from a prostitute because he can't get any sex so he would definitely be on the forums today, uh, the incel forums. And I've been a bit obsessed with incels, to be honest. I'm a huge... Uh, uh, There's such a... It's so funny that um, they're such a strange new group because they're basically the new terrorists. It's weird, but who knew that the progression of terrorists would go from, uh, you know, IRA, who wanted uh, United Ireland, um, the Islamic State, who wanted the complete destruction of western civilization and then incels who just want to come in something that's not plastic i might do a whole episode on incels but i'm running out of time now but i'll leave with the kind of key story about nature because he might have had the cuntiest sister who's ever existed um yeah, he might, he might, his sister might win the award for Kantia's sister of all time. Basically, in Nietzschean fashion, uh, Nietzsche had syphilis and it was starting to rot his brain. So he was starting to lose his mind in general. Um, and one day, out in a city, I think maybe it was Leipzig, it was one of those Central European cities, um, he saw a horse with a broken leg dying in the street like a horse from a carriage and he ran out to try and save this horse and it died in his arms and the feeling of this the emotional power of this horse dying and the fact he couldn't save it or whatever was so powerful that he literally went insane And when I say he literally went insane, I mean like old school cartoon insane. If you look at any pictures of him, his eyes are like crossed. He's like, like it's not, it, it doesn't seem like people go insane like that anymore. Like there's a lot of mental health problems, but it seems like 
insane people now it's kind of far more understandable and it's, it's normally related to a lot of disorders but it seemed back then you could just be like like you could just be normal and then like someone smacks you in the head with a baseball bat and you just go like it was, it was insanity back then seems to be a different beast but he goes insane proper cross-eyed cartoon insane and then his sister uh takes care of him for the because he was insane for the last seven years of his life could barely speak and she she set him up in her house and then started uh basically setting up him up as a tour guy tour um a tourist attraction because his ideas were gaining some sort of prominence um and would charge people to come look at her mental brother which is pretty awful just being like yeah he's fuck it look how mental he is friedrich hello so you can't hear a thing he's bloody mental yeah that'll be are you five quid cheers mate yeah no look genuinely friedrich Freaks the house is on fire! Look, he freaks out. He freaks out. Oh yeah. Um, not only did she do that, she also then um, took his ideas, uh, changed them to fit her anti-Semitism and Nazism, and then rebranded them to fit uh, the growing Nazism of the time. So they were his ideas were incredibly. Uh, fueled a lot of Hitler's ideas and Nazism and anti-Semitism at the time. But that wasn't intended at all. If you read his stuff, it's not at all about Nazism or fascism. But his sister, who bloody hated Jews and loved Germany, um, took his ideas and turned them into Nazism. So yeah, I think... I, I, if you could think of a cuntier sister than that, uh, please comment down below. Um, but yeah, that's been Friedrich Nietzsche. Uh, I'm going to take two days off now, have a weekend. Um, but if you guys have anything you'd like to see from next week, please do comment down below. Um, if you guys like, because philosophy is another big interest of mine. If you guys like the philosoph philosophy ones, the history ones, I can do ones about filmmakers. I know a lot about that. Um, or just do dumb ones. Uh, comment down below uh, and see you Monday. <laughs>